This is TNT Sports Podcast. QT Ski, LK. Let's go. TNT, we back. Logging in to see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golfing, rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can speak. From the Rockets to the Heat. Well, the Rockets to the net. Slick weird, big beard. On my James Harden flex. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking this. TNT, that's a T with a hyphen. ENT, if you're typing, seeing me, that's a likeness. Next to the max is like I'm Stephen I'm A. Right Tag me in your subject. Tag TikTok, me. Facebook, Grammar, Twitter page. Everywhere. Tell me who Everywhere. you loving. Big discussions for you, sport or holidays. Jackie Moon Tropics. What that like? Oakland straight 30 bobby. Tommy Brady pockets. Who had drunk up in the party? Toss Lombardi, get it started. Mardi Gras Mike can't be guarded. My new spicy like New Orleans weather. Local national forum, we get it. Working overtime, cafe, do mine with the coverage. I'm on you at no the line. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. Okay. I depart like marking this. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golfing, rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can y'all everybody good morning this tnt sports podcast episode number 133 man first again i want to thank everybody for tuning in last episode man for 132 with my wife man i got a lot of good feedback off that episode it was great man it was great i really appreciate y'all man thank y'all again for that um yeah man so we back man for 133 episode 133 man it's a lot of stuff been happening this week in the football world man college and the nfl man we'll just go Dive in, man. Um, first thing first, Alabama, University of Alabama, man, my home state. Nick Saban retired after 17 years, man. Uh, let's talk about it, man. So uh, he had 17 uh, win, 17 seasons with the Tide. Uh, he passed Paul Bear Bryant. You know, he he did a lot for that um that program. So uh, definitely not gonna take away from him. best coach ever to do it. Collegiate. Uh, he just. Just know how to win. That's just his mo. Now, my honest opinion is, you know, um, of course he's in his seventies now, so of course it's time for him to retire and judge time. His family could have been doing it for a long time, man. And uh, I'm just gonna really speak on it, man. But uh, you know, no matter what fan you are of what team, Nick Saban is the top tier elite coach to ever do it, man. Uh, you can't take that away from him. Uh, even he said that. You know, he it's been um, a tough season for him, man. It's, it's weighing down on him, man. And uh, I even said when he announced the retirement, it's a transfer portal. The transfer portal is playing a major part in him retiring. I don't care what nobody say. We can argue that. The transfer portal is not allowing him to get the, the five-star recruits that he, you know, once used to get all the time. You know, got, he can get a whole stack of guys at each position and hold them. And then the other one, go, they can just move up. Now these guys are getting opportunities to go other places. It's a lot, you know, 
not just the transfer portal, the NIL deals as well. That's why, you know, think about it. He loved Miami, the Miami Dolphins, man. He got million-dollar egos. It's a lot for him. He's not in control of that. So that's going back to the NIL deals as well. So NIL and transfer portal, I feel like, have a factor in him retiring, let alone side he is getting, oh, he is getting older, which, you know, it's time for him to spend time with his family being in the 70s. But, again, you can't take from what Nick Saban has done for that program. You can't. You can't do it at all, man. But uh, <clears throat> I wish him the best, man. Um, they got a uh, new coach. I'm going to get into that in a minute. You know, uh, we they were looking at Dabo, which would have been a good choice. You know, uh, a lot of fans was like, no Dabo, no Dabo. Wouldn't you want somebody that beat the best coach in the <laughs> national championship? Like, they don't make sense. But obviously, people don't know football. They just, you know, going off emotions and feelings, which I don't do that. You know, I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I'm a, you know, I'm not going to go die hard over a team. I'm going to go with the facts and the, the knowledge of the game of football. So, um Dabo would have been a good choice, you know. I was looking at landing for Oregon, but obviously he said he was staying in Oregon. He wasn't leaving. Um, of course, uh, man, Coach Steve, uh, I think Coach, I can't pronounce his last name, but from Texas, we know he wasn't leaving. The people saying D'Amico Ryans, we know he wasn't leaving Houston either. That that wasn't going to happen. But they did go get uh, Caleb DeBoer uh, from Washington. Now, if you don't know about him, you know, he, he made it. To the national championship, man, against Michigan, which he lost, he fell a little short too. But you know his record speaks for itself, man. He's, his record speaks for itself: 104 wins, 12 losses. That speaks for itself, man. Been following this guy for a long time. He obviously know football. At the end of the day, man, you want a players' coach. You know, saying so you want somebody that's go, you know, get the best out of his players and you know live up to the hype. You know, uh, and no matter what coach they pick, you got to support it. You know, it, it wouldn't matter if. Uh, they gave it to anybody, you know, even they get the Florida State coach, you would have to ride with that and support if you're a true quote unquote fan. So you're not in control of that, man. But man, um, the boy gonna make a lot of noise at the uh, University of Alabama, man. And I tell people all the time, Nick wasn't always an SEC coach. If you know your history on Nick, and if you know your history on football, Nick Saban coached at Michigan State and other different teams. He wasn't always in the SEC. So just because people saying he didn't stay in the big, the boy didn't stay in the Big Twelve. He lost at the biggest stage. No coach has started top tier. That's like a coach going to the NFL. They didn't start off in the NFL, majority of them. So y'all got to give people a chance. Y'all don't. Y'all got to know the game. People got to start from somewhere again. Nick did not start from SEC, right? So, I mean, I'm just letting y'all know the basics. Argue me down you want to. He can come in and make some noise. It's a, it's a chance he can come in and do better than Nick. We don't know yet because the odds was against Nick when he came from Miami. He left Miami. So, it comes straight to Bama. So, man, I think the boy going to make a lot of noise uh, making that, you know, basically he just got a promotion, you know, coming from the Big Tw Big 12 to the SEC. SEC is great football, but, you know, Big 12, Pac-10, all those, that's all good college football, man. You can't deny none of those programs to accomplish what he accomplished to make it to that level. So you definitely want somebody on that caliber to get the job done. So I think that's a good choice from Bama. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he do. You know, I'm a big fan of the players and a big fan of the coaches. I'm not a fan, you know, just die hard Alabama. You know, I like to see the – I feel if the players and the coaches leave, that's who I feel sorry for. I mean, not leave, but if, you know, if they get – they lose in a major stage or a big game they lose. And, you know, I know they put their blood, sweat, and tears in that game, not the fans. So I feel sorry for the coaches and the fans – the coaches and the players. They're the ones who playing, you know, and – putting blood, sweat, and tears and taking time out their day and 
not being able to party. If you go to college, there's a lot to do in college, but those guys are committed. You know, they're on scholarship, so they have an obligation to fulfill. So I feel sorry for the players and the coaches that lost those games, not no fans. So I would never sit there and go back and forth about fans, about any team, no team. I'm not I'm not out there benefiting from none of that. You know, I love the Saints, you know, but I'm not going to argue nobody about it. At the end of the day, they lose a game, they getting a check. I'm not. So I'm not going to argue with nobody about no team. I feel sorry for any. I don't care if I don't like a team or whatever. I, I feel for those guys that's playing. Them guys out there trying to make a name for themselves and make it to the next level. You know, so that's my whole thing with that, man. So, like I said, Nick, well done, man. You did the you did a top-tier job. You're the most elite, elite coach to ever do it, man. Coming all the way from Michigan State to this, you made history. So, um, And also, he played DB in college as well, if you didn't know that. You know, so um, so just add Caleb DeBoer, Coach Caleb DeBoer on top of y'all list, man. I think he's going to make a lot of noise like I said, man. But it's been an interesting week, man, in um, football, man. Besides Nick, that was just small. Um, Bill Belichick, you know, he um he was out. He out as the Patriots coach, man. The Patriots head coach. He had twenty four seasons, six Super Bowls, man. That's that's wild. And keep in mind now, if you look at the similarities of Nick and Bill, they pretty much the same coach. Keep in mind, again, if you know your history, Nick Saban coached under Bill Belichick with the Cleveland Browns. I'm just saying, if you know your history, he coached under Bill Belichick. I will post pictures. I would tell. I was. I'm a football man. I know. I know college foot, college pro, all that. Nick coached under Bill Belichick with the Cleveland Browns, so he got a lot of his coaching styles from Bill. But Bill respect Nick as Nick. But keep in mind, as Nick as Bill put Nick out there, Nick put many out there as well, right? So Nick gave a lot of people. Uh, chances to be successful so i mean we got to give nick his justice man bill belichick man i don't think he out as a as out as retiring you know he's talking to other teams as well i think um i just think it's time the patriots want to change um so that's that's what the patriots gonna do but they did hire a new coach um they, they got one of the uh assistant coaches coming up man moving up he also i can't think of his name man. i can't think of his name at all but uh He's one of the new coaches. He moved up. Jared. Jared. Uh, dang, I can't think of his name. It's Jared. I know. But he was drafted in 2008. Um, and he was a linebacker, I believe. But he was on the coaching staff as well. So he moved up. Now he's the head coach of the Patriots. Man, come highly recommended. I'm sure from Bill Belichick, man. So uh, congrats to him. Um, I haven't never seen a Patriots, a black coach for the Patriots. So that's dope, man. I think that's a, that's a, a dope move, man. But the funny thing is, man. I saw on um, on Instagram, man, somebody put, I think it was Instagram or X, formerly known as Twitter. It said, two old heads who don't give a damn what anyone else thinks, breaking down CFB and NFL games each week. So basically they're saying they, those two guys should have a podcast together, Nick and Belichick. You think I wouldn't tune in to that? I would definitely tune in to that. That would be super lit. So I would definitely watch that podcast. So that definitely needs to happen, man, for sure. But, you know, uh, but like I said, man, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, you know, they was on the same sideline uh, for the Cleveland Browns back in the day. Again, he was on the Bill Belichick, man. He learned a lot from him. And like I said, they both of them are the same coach, man. But, um, man, it's been a, besides that, that was the big thing, man. But uh, 
you know, the Falcons fired their coach, Arthur Smith. They fired him. Um, Pete Carroll, <clears throat> he's out with the Seahawks. He's out. I think he still be with the organization doing things, but as head coach, he's out. Uh, <clears throat> the Titans head coach, Mike Verbell, he's out. You know, um, it's a it's a lot of happening with these coaches in the NFL, man. Transfer portal people, even with Bama, people backing out. Uh, commits, you know, they decommitting from Bama now since Nick gone. So uh, it's 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 been a while. Um, I say week. It's been a wild week. Um, shout out to my um my homeboy Zach Hill, my brother man. I appreciate. I I'm proud of you, man. Um, you know Zach was a DB coach at Auburn University, man. Also he played for Auburn. Um. Fellow trial Alabama native man, and he, um, he's making a move to Houston, man, on the football side, man. Proud of you, man. Keep going. Uh, there's a lot of stuff been going on at Auburn as well. I don't know what, but you know, two of the top tier coaches from that program has resigned and going to other destinations. I know Zach going to Houston, but I don't know where Cadillac going. Cadillac also resigned. I think Cadillac resigned first, but um, they leave it from under Hugh Freeze, Auburn head coach. But Cadillac did post. <clears throat> um, Auburn Tigers on Al.com. I love Auburn. I love the players. AU family with all my heart. But this decision is what is best for me. My sons and my wife. My wife and my sons. Cadillac Williams. That's what he said. So uh, <clears throat> that was a breaking like two days ago, I believe. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I don't know what's going on with that program. But like I said, I, I, I'm the type of guy I love to see people with opportunities. I love to see people get, set, um, get other chances to thrive and move up. So, man, shout out to Zach, man. I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I can't wait to see what Cadillac go land. Um, land that, man. <clears throat> so, uh, we're going to see what happened with those guys, man. And also, NFL draft coming up soon as well. So, um, just a real quick thing, man. Uh, Ohio State football wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. has declared for the NFL draft. He announced on Instagram it was Wednesday. So, he Marvin Harrison's son that played for the uh, Colts back in the day, man. Great player, man. Great player. Uh, mimic his dad a lot. Um, his dad, Marvin Harrison, man. Um, he's definitely going to make a lot of noise in the league. So that's top-tier caliber, man, for sure. Um, let's move to the national championship, man. Uh, now, shout-out to Jim Harbaugh. I called that they was going to win, um, you know, the, the national championship. I called that. You know, um, they played against Washington. Sorry. They played against Washington. They won the game, you know. They won the national. They won the national championship. Now it's looking like that was Jim Harbaugh's last game as the Michigan coach. So we go see what happened to that. And you know, I think my personal reason is, you know, for liking Michigan. I always kind of like Jim Harbaugh because he gave Colin Kaepernick a chance. You know, I had a respect for him then when he was in San Francisco. But also, man, he gave my big brother a chance to tackle his dreams. Man, my big brother coached. Well, he was an analyst at University of Michigan, man. So. Uh, he was a Wolverine, you know. Uh, once upon a time, man, he was a coach. He was on the staff. Uh, so I, I'm mean, ever a fan of Jim Harbaugh for just giving my brother the chance to, you know, tackle his dream. So I have a personal heart, personal love for that program and Jim Harbaugh, man. But uh, obviously, they saying that was his last, possibly his last game with the Wolverines. But they saying that he speaks with the Chargers now um, in the NFL, so he's gonna make a a leap back into the lead. Now, if you don't remember Jim Harbaugh, you know, him and his brother was the first brothers to ever go in in Super Bowl um, when they played in New Orleans. His brother is the head coach for the Baltimore Ravens, which they are doing very well right now in the NFL right now, man. So, uh, 
I'm I'm anxious to see. I keep y'all updated on what I see, what I see with Jim Harbaugh. <clears throat> um, we'll see what happens in the upcoming days, and I'm sure something will happen very very rapidly, expeditiously. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, Texas Texas Quinn Evers to return for the 2024 CFB season, forego NFL draft. So he's returning back to Texas. So, you know, I guess he want to increase his stock. Um, I feel like he can go pretty early if he go now, but he gonna increase his stock. He gonna stay. Uh, we gonna see what happened with that man. But definitely had a great year. You know, had a um, top tier year. Played great, excellent football. You know, and the whole team of Texas, man. The whole they played, man. Coach Steve, that's one of the top tier coaches who was also under Saban as well. That once upon a time, you know, Saban gave him a chance to you know reinvent himself and you know look what he had now. So Nick has gave a lot of guys chances as well. Right, so um, and going into this, USC quarterback Caleb Williams wants assurance that the Bears will be trading the first overall pick before declaring for the draft. William Williams and his camp have no interest in playing in Chicago. Now, my thoughts on that with Caleb Williams, yeah, he's a great, great quarterback, great football player. Definitely, you know, uh, early first round, easily, you know, top three pick. You know, I'm, I'm not for sure. If he first round material, maybe. But um, I, I like Marvin Harrison Jr. We will see what go with that. But I, honestly, my opinion, I don't like the fact that these guys get to get a say in wherever they go uh, in the NFL, man. Like Eli did it, yeah, but it's not coming. So I feel like it's no hunger. You know, it's no hunger. Like I'm the type of person if I if I did if I still did play. Football, man, I got the opportunity to go to the NFL draft. I'd be happy if a team picked me. Honestly, man, you getting that opportunity that a lot of people don't get. And it's a lot of people that played the game, that played the game of football, that didn't get the opportunity to make it to the NFL. And they were good. You know, they were good to they were good enough to make that make the lead and make some noise in the league, but they just never got the opportunity. You know, they never got the right looks. Uh just just never got the right opportunity. And I just feel like you should be thankful for the opportunity to even go to the league. You know, say maybe you can go to that, go to that, um, that franchise and bring it up. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my opinion. You know, I I, I know me like if I had the opportunity to get drafted, I'd be like just anybody draft me. Like as long as I get drafted, let me go in there and prove myself and then make myself valuable. And then if something may open up where I can uh, request a trade or this or that. Yeah, you know, I feel like you gotta own by yourself sometimes, man. But you know, if the Bears picking him, they saying Caleb Williams just probably gonna stay in college another year, I guess to increase his stock or just not to get picked by the Bears. And he said a whole bunch of stuff like he wanna parts of a team's uh, stock or ownership or something like that, man. But I don't know, man. I just, just I just I'm just humble, you know what I'm saying? I don't, and I think the NILs is it's a good thing. It's best pros and cons to the NIL. You know, I'm glad these guys getting paid because they deserve it. You know, being a college student, it ain't easy. You know, if you went to college, you know it ain't easy. So, uh, you gotta, you know, you're struggling. You know, in the college, man, you trying to make make ends meet in college. So, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just feel like NIL deal has its pros and cons, man. It gives players the opportunity to do what they pretty much want to do. They can say whatever they want to to a coach. You know, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing. That. I'm still getting paid. Blah blah blah. What what? You know what I'm saying? So. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad these guys are getting paid because they need it. But these guys are making millions. You know, look at uh, Shadir Sanders. They're making money. Kayla Williams is making money. These guys are getting commercials. It's like 
Uh, shout out to Big Fave, man. He, you know, he played at LSU back in the days on my podcast a while back. He played for Nick Saban as well at LSU. But um, honestly, I wouldn't even worry about the draft. If I'm making this money in college, I wouldn't even worry about the NFL draft. I'm going to get my education because I'm making the money. Pretty much what they close to making in the NFL. These guys getting commercials, endorsements. Uh, Shadir got endorsements with black, actively black, Beats, um, all type of endorsements. Ford, Chevrolet, uh, Nissan, like all these commercial hamburgers, Raven Cane, uh, restaurants, all everywhere, movie theater, everywhere. They getting all these endorsements, man. And just, you know, I would just stay and get my education because at this point, you're making close to what these guys make. These guys, me and they, Travis Hunter, all these guys. So, uh, I would just take my time, man. But I'm a very humble person. I'm very appreciative, man. Any opportunity to come my way, man, I'm going to take it and be thankful for it because at the end of the day, he can go back. You know, he can go, I'm not going to Chicago Bears and go back to USC and get hurt. His stock will drop. He's not going to, nobody's going to want him. So, I mean, I'm going to take advantage of the opportunity to come my way. Like I said, going there, if the Bears do pick you, oh, well, go in there and prove yourself and then, you know, increase your value. And then if the opportunity come where you can request a trade, do it then. Get in the door first. I mean, that's just, that's just my thought. You know what I'm saying? That's just my thought. But, you know, we'll see what Caleb Williams do um, with that decision. But, again, like I said, the NIL deals, it, it has its pros and its cons. It has its pros and its cons. Now, we're going to jump into the basketball side right quick. Uh, if you watched the uh, Bulls Ring of Honor, Ring of Honors last night, man, it was crazy. They was honor honoring um the Cross family, man. Jerry Cross, if you know, he was the guy that brought the teams together for six rings with the Bulls, man. And you know, he died, but so his wife was there too, you know, in his honor. And they called his name. They booed him and her. So she was just crying and waving. Which Cross, you know, you watched the Michael Jordan last dance. Now you heard some things about Cross. You was like, ah, dang, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dang, man, what's up? But, uh, you know, I don't think that was right for them to, you know, boo his wife, man. And, and she a widow. You know, she's still dealing with her husband's death. And, you know, she's a little older. You know, I think it should be some upper-class respect. You know, I mean, he did bring six rings to the Bulls. He got the teams. He didn't play or, you know, get on the court or anything like that. He brought those teams together, man. So, just the respect thing, man. You know, you know, you can't fault her for what he did or, or whatever the case may be, but. I mean, we seen what he did on the last dance, but I wouldn't boo his wife, man. That was kind of um, senseless, and that was really sad. So Steve Kerr, um, the um, Golden State Warriors head coach, who also played with the Bulls with Jordan and Pippen and Ku Coach and Grant and Harper and all those guys, man, with Jordan supporting cast, as I call them, uh, he states that it's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. I'm devastated for Thelma and the Cross family, which I agree. You know, and I, um, a lot of the Bulls announcers said the same thing. This is not what Chicago Bulls is. This is L.A. or New York or any of the other teams, but this is not Chicago. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was very, very, very disappointing, man. I'm, I'm very, very sorry for them. You know, that was embarrassing for that, for, for the ladies to do that, for the fans to do that to her um, again. So, but, uh but, yeah, man, it's been a crazy week in sports, man. It's been crazy, man. And I think the biggest one was the Nick, uh, the Nick uh, Saban 
retirement, man. I mean, it, that caught me off guard. But, you know, then again, I thought about it. I like, man, this Nick Saban era is going to be over with soon. I knew it was coming soon, man. It might, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much never wrong when I, I think about stuff. So, I like, it's coming to an end. It has to come to an end. Like I said, he in his late 70s, his 70s and, you know, um, he can't coach forever. He been he been coaching for years, years. He coaching for years, man. It was time. It was time for him to you know spend time with his family. You know he married. You know if you if you know seventeen seasons was just just Alabama. That's not include all the other times he coached. You know he did bring a national championship to LSU as well. And LSU fans were they still bitter about him leaving? I mean him going to Bama. But you know, I think LSU fans should let that go as well. You know, uh, I'm always big on bettering yourself. You know, go to the next opportunity. But seventeen years just for Bama, right? I mean, that ain't including LSU, the Browns, Michigan State, and all these other coaches. Uh, place place he coached at. So, um, I mean, it was time, man. He, you know, uh, if you know coaches that make those transitions, man, they spend a lot of time from home. You know, they spend more time with their players and other coaches and also at their programs more than they spend at home. So, I mean, it's a sacrifice. You know, they sacrifice and being away from their families, their kids. I mean, Nick kids was someone even born yet but when he first started coaching. So, his kids grown and got kids now. So, you know, he'll have a major sacrifice to be away from your kids and your wife that many years, you know, and you only seeing, seeing them every blue moon. and You're always on the, on the field, you know, on the gridiron, coaching. Um, you know, you taking care. You basically taking care of other kids, opposed to your own at that point because you spend more time with them. So uh, it's time for him to spend time with his family, his grandkids, and his wife, and get them time now, man. So again, I don't care what team you support. Nick Saban deserves his flowers. He was the best to ever do it, man. Uh, he coached a lot of greats, a lot of greats, man. It's a lot of greats that made it to the NFL. Hell, some in the Hall of Fame that he coached. So I mean, pat on the back, uh, flowers. You can't take that from him. I don't care. Auburn, you can't sit there and say, uh, you can't say nothing. You know, um, nobody can't say nothing. The, the guy did his job, and he that's what he, he got paid to do his job, and he did his job very, very well. But my uh, hat's off to him, man. My hat's off to him, man. Um, it was a great honor watching you, you know, uh, be a competitor. You know, he was a great competitor, man. He knew how to win ball games. He knew how to, you know, uh, you know, influence the the younger guys that played the game and the coaches as well. You know, he um got people on next level as far as coaching and playing. And he would go back and get some of his players that they make it to the league and let them be on the staff. So, you know, he did his due diligence and um, you know, became very, very successful man. But uh, you know, it, he I heard a lot of great stories about Nick. I talked to a lot of people that played for Nick, you know, and he told me a lot of great stories, which they said he did call his uh players he didn't call them by names he called them by jersey numbers you know he called them uh 72 or 5 or 6 or 8 18 like uh you know he, but he like, he'll say you do something like god damn 22 uh, you know just <sighs> so um man i heard good things about nick man you know he was a big disciplinarian man which again that played probably played a part as well you know uh these younger kids are not Go take the discipline that a lot of us has taken. You know, in our days, times change. So, I mean, they follow more to the younger coaches now, man. Um, these guys are more, oh, uh, we cool. 
these my guys, my other homies and stuff like that. They on that level now, man. So it's different, man. So it's a whole different era now, man. But then hat off to Nick, man. I hope you enjoy retirement, man. But we gonna wrap this episode up, man. I gave y'all a little bit, man, a little knowledge, a little something, something, man. But uh, again, man, respect to Alabama players, man. Respect to uh, the coaches. Uh, respect to Milro, man. Let me talk about him for a second. Milro, man, is is a goat, a young goat, man. To bypass the adversity that he been through, man. Uh, coach, coaches tell him he he not a good, he not gonna be a good quarterback. Try another position. He proved them wrong, so he. Just his story alone is is crazy, you know. So definitely shout out to Milro, man. Uh, keep going, keep doing your thing, man. You gonna be top tier. You already top tier, but you definitely gonna be a first rounder, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep letting they say us know. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, it's TNT Sports episode number one thirty three. Y'all have a good morning. Out.